Wednesday. It's Wednesday. We made it through half of a week, friends. Hump day. Woo. We made it like it's on. <laughs> you know, I've had some issues in the past, so we gotta make sure that we're always on. best to check. We're off the game. I am Lana Williams. And I'm Cassandra Corey. And we're starting. We are starting. Where are we starting? Well, we have to start with this week's Black History Moment of Black Excellence. Mine this week is going to be once again in Atlanta, where we have... The magnificent Sheree Whitfield sitting on a couch at the reunion where she is asked a simple question. When will we see she by Sheree? And her answer, which was so profound, so wise, and full of business acumen, was spring, summer, September. <laughs> you know, like such a precise date. And that was years ago. We've passed many <laughs> springs, many summers, quite a few Septembers. And here in the year of our Lord 2022, we have yet to see a single She by Sheree item. But I continue to laugh about it. So thank you, Sheree Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see her back. I know. That was a good one. I know. That was a, that was a good choice. Mine is, I'm going to take us to Potomac. Okay. To the reunion and Monique's binder. <sighs> the first reason I take us back there to that moment in Black history is because that is when we started... That is what we went live after that because it was such a wild episode that it like thrust us into this whole thing that we love to do. We're so narcissistic and we were like, <laughs> people need to hear our thoughts. And they did though. They did. They liked hearing our thoughts. You still want to hear our thoughts. <laughs> You're listening to our thoughts now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and also that it was just this, it was so fabulous. Like I, people bring receipts sometimes, sometimes it works. Sometimes it does not. A lot of times it does not. <laughs> this just did. It was so, it, there was something so perfect about it. So structured, so perfect. And her hair looked so perfect through it. Like she just looked so perfect with her binder and her receipts and her reads. And it was so so good. When she said Jamal's telephone number, <laughs> I felt the ancestors move. <laughs> we were all saying, oh, Giselle, you in danger, girl. <sighs> Giselle, is that his number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a great rewatch. It's a great rewatch of an episode. Yes. And with that, I feel like we just need to start with the insanity. We're still in Zion. <laughs> but y'all, this week's episode fucking delivered. Yeah. But this is the chaos that we're here for. And I just want to start off by saying, you know what? Miriam Cosby <laughs> is problematic as hell hell. She is a cult leader. She should not be on our televisions. But God damn it, is that kooky bitch funny as <laughs> And Whitney storms out, and the 
women. <laughs> oh my god. She just is like she was just so funny to me this entire episode. And that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to give her more credit. But she, no, she was. She funny. made me laugh. She was a funny character. I think through half of the episode, the other parts got weird. But yes, she was funny. And then I I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in outer space. Oh, <laughs> okay. hold on. Um. Oh, you take a week off. <laughs> um, Whitney's a narcissist, but she should have swung at Meredith. Yeah. When Meredith said, where's your father? Do you know your father? Or... It was vile. And also Meredith could have just said the date. She could have just said... Lisa was confused. That's all she had to say. Mm-hmm. Lisa, ne- Meredith never said to Lisa, actually, she never said to Lisa that she was at her dad's memorial. Mm-hmm. Lisa said, oh, I'm sorry, I should let you go. You're with your family. Mm-hmm. Which Meredith would have said, like, yeah, I am with my family, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was like, it was it was weird that she wouldn't have just said Lisa's confused. The date is this. Right. I don't know. But also no one was questioning if her father was dead. We all knew he was dead. But like, I think he just died a long time ago. He did die a long time ago, I think. So I don't know. It was just, I don't know. They were all wild, though. Yeah. They were just, and I love, I like Heather, I too love and unhinged Lisa Barlow. It was, I mean, her in that bra and her jeans and the hair looked, and she's just losing it. She was so herself in a way that we've never seen her because I think she holds herself so tight. Mm -hmm. She was just so, like, there was something so free about that for her, like that she just got to fucking say what she wanted to say, which was that she's richer than everybody and she doesn't need to be there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a nice thing to say, stink but she needed to release it obviously i'm i had hope she was better on the other side of it i'm fucking richer than all of you <laughs> i don't need to be here right now wow a phrase that i am absolutely adding to my lexicon in fact i used it to describe my high school bully by saying i'm fucking richer than her <laughs> Let it be known that my high school bully was this girl who I went to high school's mother. (laughs) I feel like that's a great story. (laughs) Um, Whitney, I wanted to circle back to like her conversation with Meredith when um, she gave her, I don't remember what the question was but then her response was i don't know do you want me to hire a private investigator and then she like stormed out goes back into the room with jen and she was like oh i'm so mad but you want to know what i said (laughs) she was so drunk it was perfect she was so she came back like a little kid like she was so proud of herself and she was so amped up you know it was so great I loved her. I found her delightful. Oh my god. It was it was wild. It was I like I don't even know what else happened in the episode. I don't know. Mary had in her hair these little like pigtail kitchen braids. Her braids. <laughs> just coming out of, like just the tiniest little rat tails. It was so like why didn't she put a fucking bobby pin in her hair? Like, I just don't understand why that was... uh, She looked a mess. Yes, she did. (laughs) It's like, get your glam together, babe. Mm, No. She she does it herself. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) 
just listen in real life people should just like wake up and do whatever the fuck they want with their fucking hair and face i don't give a shit but you're filming a tv show i don't sign up to see you look at a mess on a trip for four days mm-hmm. we've been on this trip for like five episodes yeah i'm glad we're finally home yeah which also had drama Meredith was forced to get on that van. <laughs> she was forced to get on that sprinter van. And Mary said, no, <laughs> I'm flying. I will not ride with you. Yeah. And then we go to Mary's crazy ass church with Jen, mm-hmm. which was so obvious that Mary was like, I need someone to come to my church so that they'll film at my church. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sets up this whole scene. And the church, and like, if that church service was to make us think that they don't think she's God, then it did a really bad job of that because mm-hmm. they literally, like, their entire like testimony was in praise of her, mm-hmm. not God. It was in praise of her as God. through god like you're so great you have such great it was like your fashion like it was like she wrote this Mm -hmm. she wrote this down and told them to say it to her Mm -hmm. and her son's face was like plotting he's like how the fuck can i get out of this shit and still keep this money Mm -hmm. he's like i don't know how to do it i need to get this girl from my (laughs) chanel bags and i gotta get away from this crazy shit Mm -hmm. luckily he's Going to college? So. He'll get out. Yeah. Anyway, it was culty, culty, culty pants. Um, Meredith's workout session? Yeah. Um, so did you get eyes on her trainer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a, Oh, springsy, schmoozy, old man. Like, it was just this, like, such a gay trope <laughs> of a human. Yes. It was so, like, the kind of, like, gay man in the 50s that all of the women had crushes on. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, it was so strange. And then in that little like tracksuit, yeah. as they're getting ready for this workout, which is just machines. It's them laying on a bed. It's not a workout. It's just them laying on a bed with a machine hooked up to their fat or something. Yeah, to like it's not even sucking things out. It's just like and sending just... electricity into their stomachs. Yeah. And Meredith was just sitting there with a glass of wine. It was so, it was so strange. She's so strange. I know. And she like laughs out the side of her mouth. I wish I could do it. Or it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I will definitely get a video of that to post. (laughs) Because it's a great visual. (laughs) Oh my God. I have nothing else to give to Salt Lake. (laughs) Me either. These oh. girls are putting in work this season. Yeah, this this um turn things for this fucking reunion. Turn things around for me. I do have a special update regarding Salt Lake City. Oh no! Oh no! 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 One of our faithful listeners, shout out to Catherine Pickett. She is on a journey across the country. She is currently in Western Colorado, but I have been informed that the next stop is Salt Lake City. So she will be able to record live from the Beauty Lab and Laser parking lot. I think we might be able to get a cute little vid, something from the scene of the crime. So we're shouting out Catherine. So now she has to do it. I'm a great friend. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Okay. Orange County? Oh, yeah. Um, Emily, our queen, Emily Simpson. You guys already know, ally for the ages. (laughs) 
Um, move over, Mr. Napkin Head. <laughs> we got a new one. <laughs> Emily is not napkin. <laughs> it was so you. <laughs> I was like, they are. They are. This is really your housewife's person. This is really your your housewife's twin. That is one hundred percent something I would do. Just in the middle of a conversation, like I'm hot, and then just left it there through everything else. Like, yeah, it was so great. Um, there is one video of me that Marcos took at one brunch. Like it was just like really hot. I felt like Emily, but instead of putting a napkin on my head, just to be able putting it on my boobs. <laughs> I look it so <laughs> So, yes, I relate to he struggles. <laughs> um, no, well, just exhausting. Exhausting. But down at the floor she got Heather Heather came Gina and it's kind of like after to see you right right and she's nodding yeah they go to the lodge oh where else she's going out of course yes. she's going to do well she has also, nothing in her body also like listen how did they end up at this doing this kind of thing that's like very intensive on your body without like a heads up like I they walked into something they thought was going to be like Asana thing. I think that was just Gina. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't think any of them seemed to know like the how intense it was gonna be. Oh, I feel like it Emily was like a real knew. ceremony. Oh yeah, I know. I wanted to do one. I tried to make my friends shout out to Catherine again. Tried to make uh, my friends do that when we were in Tulum. I want to do one so bad. I mean, I feel like it's a good thing to do if you want to do it, but if you don't know you're about to do that, I don't think that's a good experience they were not well none of them were well after that <laughs> maybe though that they whoa <laughs> did you just hear that no i feel like all of my words just got mixed up <laughs> bubble jumbled and they were just very loud in my <laughs> i feel like maybe they thought they were going to like a bathhouse or like right. what Alina and yes. Colum did on 90 Day Fiance. Yes. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they weren't, and like G Emily and Gina getting out and just like having this like big empathetic release was like, that was me. Just like, I, that was I so was like, you. There I am. <laughs> I was like, we are fucking Emily and Gina. Thank you. Universe for reminding us. Emily and Gina, if you want to hang out with us, we are you. Just black. Just black. But they get that Black Lives Matter, so it's fine. Yeah. Shout out to Emily again. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> oh, where else? Oh, the other thing that I wrote down. Um, like, obviously, I'm obsessed with, like, Heather just being rich and, like, showing us the land of this $15.5 million home that she's going to buy in Cabo. And, like, of course, they're being like, ah, Terry's like, oh, I can't afford that. It. And it's like, Heather wants this fucking house. You're getting this fucking house. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, here's the Sea of Cortez. What the fuck is the Sea of Cortez? They're like two oceans. I didn't learn that ocean. <laughs> Did you? It's not an ocean, but maybe it's like a just like another body of water. So but... maybe a sea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um Dr. Jen. Her husband hates her <laughs> so maybe. much. She's like lacks basic human empathy to her. She's like in excruciating pain and sobbing to him. And he's like, what do you want me to do, do about it? Like, what a weird response to somebody. Yeah. Like, you'll have a better day tomorrow is what he said. And like, even when she, they like got off the phone, I think she said like, love you. But he said he, something. He, yeah, he didn't say It I was love not you. love you too. Not anything. It was like, bye. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's rough. I mean, it's... Maybe like, I have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing well. Because that's not... That's a very unkind way to treat somebody. Yeah. Unless you fucking hate him. <laughs> he hates her. Yeah. He really hates her. Marty. <laughs> um, then we have this explosive dinner. Ugh. Where Noella refers to Heather as a sh- I don't even know what it is. She says your straight fragility is yeah, your straight fragility is showing. <laughs> don't ever say that, you all. I'll hate crime you if you say that. <laughs> it was just so good. It was also it was just like Heather just threw this elaborate party for her daughter's coming out book. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's just not... Also, you did give her a very inappropriate gift. However, like, I understand that, like, she didn't know what was on the cards. Yes. I understand that part, but, like, Heather is right to be wary. Like, you yeah. also have beef with this woman. Yeah. So, like, now it's, like, getting even weirder because it's, like, are you coming for her kids? Like, what are you doing? Right. And, and all Noella had to say was, sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, even when she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know it said that. I didn't know it said that. She still didn't just say, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it just felt like you can just apologize. Like, if you harm someone by accident, you can still apologize for that. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It, she just is so self-centered. It's so, and, and she's just in a very bad place, which is fine but yeah. she is like a lot of shit's going on it's fine to be in a bad place but like she shouldn't be going like we sh- i can't watch this anymore yeah i don't enjoy watching it she's insane yeah and i also like when people play the fucking race card with things that like have nothing to do with yeah. race and it's like we are fighting so many fucking battles right now do not make this harder on the rest of us you dumb bitch um but yeah it's just like oh i'm a biracial bisexual liberal in orange county give me a break and i was like fuck off like move i don't know what to tell you if if life is that hard you've got the funds and clearly the freedom because your husband isn't there right get out but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about a card game <laughs> that you gave to her, this woman's daughter. We're talking about this one particular thing. Yeah, it was just like an inappropriate thing to give to a minor who you don't know. Yeah. You know, it's just she could have just said she was sorry that she didn't realize that she was sorry and it would have actually just been fucking done. Yeah. And she just chose to take it on this whole spiral because she's spiraling. And I don't like watching her spiral. I'd like to be done with this now. It like put her out of her misery. It's rough. Well, I think we're done with this now. Yeah. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Real Housewives of New Jersey. Do we want to talk about Jersey or do we want to talk about Miami? Because I got. Pages and notes for both. Let's do Jersey. Let's start with Jersey. All right. Gia motherfucking Judice is the icon that we did not know we needed. The way she read Zio Joe. Oh my God. Teach a masterclass, Gia. I wish that I could be that composed and I rate at the same time where it's like this calm anger that's even scarier than just like irrational anger. And woof, 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 Joe Gorga, RIP, you're six feet under. Mm -hmm. Because she annihilated him with every single thing she said. And when he said, who raised you? We know damn well who raised her. Look at her parents. Her daddy beat the bricks off of you, Joe. 
her mama flipping tables. They've both been in prison. We know who her parents are. So you need to come correct when you are addressing Gia Giudice. Yeah. I mean, talk about a young woman who knows her fucking worth. I loved it. He talked to her like she was a child, mm-hmm. like a five-year-old, as she said. Mm-hmm. Right? He was just, and so, ast- like, he was astounded by the fact that she would dare talk to him like an adult. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't know who the fuck I am, Joe. You haven't seen me in six months. And she she is a product of Teresa and Joe, Right? And she's a product of growing up in the Housewives franchise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like she, and she's a product of I think it's just like a strong badass woman. And she's like, it was masterful, mm-hmm. right? She stayed calm. She stayed even. Mm-hmm. She never, she never was disrespectful, right? And nope. she's calling him on respect, which hit him hard. Mm-hmm. And it's just, she's such a smart fighter. Mm-hmm. She is a fabulous housewife. Yes. And I saw somebody posted like that she should be on Summer House or something. Yes. And I. Paige. Sorry, I don't know about house. that, but I think she should be on something because she's so good. She's so good. And I felt like it was her like debutante ball. Like I feel like I was watching her coming out. It was just. Gorgeous. I told y'all last week, I stood you and I really do. And I just think I love Teresa and I love it. I love Gia. I love all of the girls. They're fucking great. A well solo done. confessional. Have we seen that before? Maybe Brianna in yeah. uh, OC. But other than that, Brielle Bierman <laughs> could never. <laughs> Gigi and Bella Hadid. <laughs> Yeah, right. Amelia and Delilah Bell? Mm-mm, I don't think so. <laughs> but you know who could who could do it? Gia Giudice. And she looked gorgeous. Stunning. She's stunning. Okay, also the moment when like she was also like getting ready to give it to Melissa mm-hmm. and she flicked her eyes up and you just see these icy, like bright blue eyes. I was like, oh! <gasps> Oh my god, if looks could kill. She is stunning. Oh, we love. We love. Yeah. What a just great way to start an episode of television. Yeah. And then we move on to Bill and Jennifer. I'm going to say something that I think is going to shock a lot of people. I forgive Bill Aiden. I think that because they had an arranged marriage, I feel like his affair is different. They didn't know each other. Like they're doing this for their families, but I don't think they really, they love each other now. Yeah. But then they were just cranking out babies because that's what you were supposed to do. They were doing everything they were supposed to do. They didn't know themselves. They didn't know each other. So the fact that they were able to grow past this and Jennifer could say, my husband's so great. My husband's this, my husband's that because they worked on it. So yes, Margaret, when she's saying that Bill is wonderful and perfect, In this moment right now, the bill that you're meeting is. You don't know that other bill. Right. So why shouldn't she talk about her husband that way? Because he's giving her exactly what she needs and loves. So for you to drag this thing up from so long ago, Mm -hmm. knowing good and goddamn well that this is going to affect her children. And then on top of that, you say you don't care about her children. They'll go to therapy. They'll be fine. Yeah. It is really vile to watch, to be honest. I am, I just feel like 
Jennifer truly forgave him. Mm-hmm. They are truly in a different marriage, 10 years into a different marriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's none of your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Like she forgave him and they moved on yeah. and they like, it don't, it doesn't matter. Right. Like mm-hmm. all of those reasons she made her choices and she's happy and she moved her, like, why is it your business? It's just so invasive. And she just hates her and wanted to come at her. And this whole thing, like she walked into that party, like shaking Mm -hmm. and like fucking what's her face. Whose name? I always forget. Dolores. Dolores. (laughs) So Dolores flips on her on a dime, right? Like shocked the hell out of me. It was wild. It's like, everybody decided to forget that she has fucking children yeah. who she now has to tell that their dad actually had an affair 10 years ago while she was days before she gave birth to one of her children right mm-hmm. so that child now knows that 10 days before he was born his mom found out that his dad was cheating on her That is a hard thing for a child to fucking know. And nobody gives a shit. And Melissa is like, we love your kids. It's like, you don't fucking love her kids if you don't feel bad for her. And they're the whole, everybody's like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? You should be fucking crying. Like Jackie's the only person that's like brave enough. To have compassion. To have compassion for her as a human. The other one whose name, I have no idea what her fucking name is. That other woman in the pink. Oh, Tracy. Yeah. Which, ooh, finish. And then when you're done, I got to tell you some shit that I heard about Tracy. Okay, so I don't know Tracy. But what I know is Tracy wanted to go, like, call somebody out, right? Tracy wanted to, like, go check on on Jennifer. Or she wanted to call Melissa out, right, for not having compassion. But she didn't. And that told me what I needed to know about Tracy. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, this woman is on an island by herself. She walked into that party. Everyone turned their backs on her. Every single person. Melissa's eating her fucking food. It's it, disgusting. Truly disgusting. And every and it was the day before. And everybody's like, oh, cool. Like, you're still upset about it? Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. I, I am. When Margaret walked into that living room and said, why are you crying with such disgust in her voice? I needed Danielle Staub to come out of the closet, Mm. yank her hair, drag her all the way down New Jersey streets. Fuck you, Margaret. Fuck you. I do think that she's just always wanted to be the most popular mean girl in school. Mm -hmm. And I think she's just trying to live out that fucking fantasy on a television show and she's loving it. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's vicious really. And even the whole thing about like, well, you said this about me. You always said this about me. You live in a glass house. It's like Jennifer didn't cheat. Right. That's she like, how could she be a Jennifer hypocrite? doesn't live in a fucking glass house. So maybe she does feel like she wants to call you out on cheating because she's still a little upset about cheating because she's working through some shit. And then you just poked her in a fucking deep wound mm-hmm. like an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's just not fun to fucking watch. This whole thing also with this Bluey video is like, everybody shut the fuck up. You keep talking about it. We're going to have to keep talking about it all fucking season. I don't want to keep talking about it. Again, Teresa doesn't give a shit. So let her not give a fucking shit and shut up about it. It's so stupid. It's like, who cares what his fucking retreat was? I looked this up. It's like, oh, now you can do research, Margaret. This whole thing coming at her because she did research about what's her faces, Jackie's husband's alleged affair. Like, mm-hmm. who fucking cares? Of course she did. Also, like, Dolores, why are you upset about that? She's upset because she talked to Frank about it and Dolores had to hear it from Margaret. That's why Dolores is upset. Oh. It's because her shit with Frank. But that's she's... because Frank told Bill. Right. Oh, my God. It's her shit with Frank. And it's like, it sucks that Frank has a girlfriend and that your house has no banisters. I mean, really, it does need the banisters, though, Frank. I feel like the dogs are falling off like a cliff, she said. 
Those poor dogs. Those poor dogs. She got 51 of them dogs. Yeah. Um, I will say that Jennifer is serving in her confessional look with like the high pony. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She looks fabulous. I'm like from straight on, like her nose looks amazing. Yeah. I don't have any beef with her nose. I have no beef with her nose because she, she's happy. It's her fucking face. Yeah. Okay. So boop, boop, boop. I'm going to circle back to Tracy, a.k.a. Tiki Barber's Boring Stupid Intern Life. Well, that's what I wrote down. Okay. So Tiki Barber, football player. I don't know anything about him. Asked Hank. He said his brother's better. <laughs> that was all <laughs> he gave me. Um, but so he used to, I remember that Tiki Barber was on the Today Show. Like he was like, Kind of like, you know, do you ever watch the Today mm-hmm. Show? Okay, kind of like Carson Daly is now. Uh-huh. But like before Carson. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and then he disappeared because he slept with his intern. He left his wife while she was... Eight months pregnant? Yeah. Eight months pregnant to get with the intern who was also his kid's babysitter. And that's who Tracy is. Wow. That's a rough thing to be, Tracy. So, Tracy knows some things about affairs when people are pregnant. Just saying. So that's why Tracy couldn't say anything. Exactly. Because she knows that people are going to, like, bring that up, I'm sure. Yeah, Tracy's an interesting i i I is that her name tracy i don't know you said tracy i don't know her name i said i didn't know her name (laughs) i want to say it's tracy i don't know well someone fact check us we'll check i i don't know but like yeah i just felt like she it kind of felt like at first she was going to be a housewife by the way they were introducing her but then i think maybe she was too boring and they she's a friend of yeah because it's not they just needed diversity, and they got diversity with her husband. TV. I see. Yeah, it's really, she's a really uninteresting addition to the room. But I'm glad that they just didn't throw in some random black women into Jersey. Yeah. Because I would, I don't think I could handle that, even though they would be best friends with Teresa. Yeah, no, I think I could handle it. I think Teresa would be great. I think of all of the franchises that would like do it well. It would be Jersey. Yeah. But because I feel like they're basically black women anyways. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Teresa and Melissa would be great. In Boston, they're probably considered women of color. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're moving on to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) And the hangover from hell that like we've all had but have never had to call 911 <laughs> not 911 Adriana's reaction was crazy also the way she was like Adriana speaks great english but for some reason she was having difficulty saying 911 <laughs> and it was just like 911 one. <laughs> just this weird like mario kart I just feel like Marisol was like, she's hungover though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like Marisol and Alexia were the only ones that are like, it's a hangover. Yeah. Although Alexia did say, I call 911 for everything. They like know me. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I love you. I love you. But like, I also like, duh, because of like Frankie. Like, I'm sure she's just like on edge with everything. Um, but Marisol being like, you gave her a salad bowl to <laughs> Dr. Nicole. <laughs> she was like, we eat with salad bowls. Give her a trash can. <laughs> I love Marisol. I love Marisol so much. Also, I would trust Alexia with a medical diagnosis before I trust Nicole. Yeah, Nicole was acting like so intense about it. And I was like, everybody, she is hung over. This is what a hangover looks like. Call the one of those companies that come and give you an IV. Yeah, or like just fucking get a Pedialyte. 
Get a Pedialyte and a banana and you'll be fine. And get a bacon, egg, and cheese. You're in New York. You will have the best bacon, egg, and cheese of your life. Yeah. And also, she just drank gallons of vodka the day before. And ate pick cucumbers. And I think that everybody should have just known she was very drunk and then very hungover. Like, it was just... It was so, it was so just intense, but you know what? I have had those kind of hangovers and I am also a person who is prone to have a really bad hangover where I'm vomiting and then just be like, I don't know what happened. I didn't, it didn't happen. Like, I just don't know. I don't know how this could be happening to me. I must be sick. It must be something else. And it's always just the hangover. Look, it happens to the best of us, okay? You know, we've all been there. For fuck's sake, I was probably hungover last week <laughs> until Thursday, which is when I was finally feeling better. Like, we're old. When you're old and you drink alcohol, you get hangovers. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But the best part was Larsa freaking out as if, like, her whole event was going to be canceled because Julia's sick. But I guess, like, in COVID age, you got to think like that. Right. Um, but uh, let's talk about this event. <clears throat> there was 20 people there. Yeah. Ten of them were housewives. I don't understand why the fuck she was freaking out the way that she was freaking out. I think that she... I don't know. I think she just could. It was the best she could do to like get it together in time. Uh-huh. She was trying to like make it intentionally. She said she was trying to make it intentionally small, but it was just like all she could get off the ground, you know? Yeah. And I think she was probably just anxious. I don't know. There were no like real like people there. It was just like social media influencers. Yeah. There weren't like actual like magazines or like representatives from like stores or anything. Yeah, but I could also get, like, that it is kind of stressful to try and film a Housewives weekend and also do, like, a business thing if you feel stressed about it. Yeah. You know? I think she's really trying to do a little desperate to redefine herself. I don't know. Oh, one million percent. Um, Gertie should have gotten paid for (laughs) reorganizing everything about that event. Um, but I did love at the end where she talks about how she's on the cover of Harper's Bazaar. She's like, I got Harper's Bazaar, Harper's Bazaar. And then Ibra, the editors, just zoom in on the cover. And on the left hand side, you see the words, be it by the words, it's just one. <laughs> Vietnam. She got on the cover of Harper's Bazaar, Vietnam. Blech. You know, you gotta take the you gotta take the win where you can. <laughs> yep. Then we go to dinner. This fantasy hall pass conversation. Um, Nicole, really? John Mayer. John Mayer. And Gertie just said, Mm-mm, "Keep that guitar over there." <laughs> Like, what What an embarrassing thing to say on national television. That tracks. It does track. And she knows that he pays attention to Housewives because he's best friends with Andy. Yeah. So I feel like it's just her being thirsty and being like, oh my god, he, he responded. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's not fun. And um, there's no way in hell that Larsa fucked Michael B. Jordan. I don't believe that. I mean, I I don't know either of them personally, so I'm always away. No, not there. He gets the pick of the litter and he picks Larsa. I don't know. We all have moments. No way. Listen, I have no idea. I bet it was actually Michael Jordan. And she's just calling him an actor because he was in Space Jam. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> but 
But I did love when she was like, his le- his initials were MJ. And Q goes, Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're funny. They are so funny. I think we only have like one more episode. Really? I think so. Only Alexia would get the opportunity to sleep with her childhood crush. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody else in the world would that happen to. Of course, yeah. Who would yours be? Your childhood crush? Um, I don't know, probably, like, Jaleel White. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Steph on her count. I was gonna say, at least, please tell me it was Steph on. Only Steph on her I love <laughs> Jaleel White. What in the world? Oh, God. We should have known you were a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) She left a transformation. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else in Miami? No. We're good. All right. What? I didn't say mine because I don't think there's any way to top Julia White. But if I had to pick, and by if I had to pick, I already know, like, it was J.C. Chazay. It's still J.C. Chazay. But, like, I would never, ever have the opportunity. Because I'm not Alexia. (laughs) And that's why I didn't say mine, because mine's just sad. This isn't sad. Why would that be sad? I don't know. It's just not Julia White. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Okay. 90 Day Universe. The tell-all for single life. Second Mm tell-all. It wasn't like as big. I feel like in other ones we've gotten more in the tell-alls. But we did get the fact that Natalie's getting deported. Yeah. Which was news to her because she thought that he had filed the adjustment in status and he had not so she literally just found out on television that she's in the country illegally bye bye whoopsies so yeah and to be told that by a man whose shirt is literally bursting at the seams as he lays, like, leans back and those buttons just ripping open on his chest. I mean, that's a rough way to be told that you're going to get sent back to Ukraine. Just so unaffected. Yeah. So unaffected. Just like, ugh. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Does any did anything else even happen? Jesse and Jennifer and everyone agreed that Jesse's like oh yeah everybody was Team Tim obviously. Tim had a really funny line, but it like escapes me now. It was like you should like I bought all this shit for you. You should be fucking thankful. (laughs) And like like I'm the last person you should be talking shit about. That was good to you. Um, Sinjin borrowed money from Tanya to go to California to visit a girl. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, a rough thing to find out. Yeah, but, like, it's a very Sinjin thing to do. Yeah. Sinjin doesn't think. No, he doesn't. And she's so, like, she really does still care for him so much and, like, really wants to just maintain, like, a friendship with him. But she's like, yeah, I help him. We all need help sometimes. And I was like, I... There's not a, a single ex in my life that I would say that about. <laughs> that I'm going to, like, send money to you, help you? No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, that's a weird, it's just a weird thing, but good for them. I think they had wonderful sex after the show. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely did. And that's how we end. Hmm. I'm kind of glad. I know. I didn't love this season of Single Life. The first season I loved. Yeah. And this one I, I didn't love. It was the wrong cast. It, it was it's too it was too fake. Yeah. Do better. 
Come on, TLC, we better. know you can. Before the 90 days, we had the breakdown to end all breakdowns. Wow. A stupid man from Michigan. When she ripped his hat off. That was shocking. <laughs> that was so shocking. What were the wisps of hair at the back of his head? It was just like... Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but you better believe he had a spare hat in that backpack. Sure. Oh, it was wild. But you know what? Like he deserves it. It it is an egregious thing to do. It is a horrible thing to do. And a and she's a woman who is fragile. Her trust is obviously fragile. And he just like snapped her. And she had snapped. Yeah. And then she finds out that he's got sugar babies. She it feels like her world is crashing down around her and he's so like that's how you feel that way. You know. It is I I too would have been her. I would have been like fucking shit up. Mhm. Same. I she was not in the wrong. No. Once I realized what was going on, I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Just have Adam. What's her name? Jasmine. Jasmine. I almost said Jasmine. Jasmine. I'm team Jasmine now. Yeah. Gino, we tried. We tried to help you, and then you just lost your mind. Like, you could have had it all, Gino. You really could have had had it all. That was great. (laughs) Um, Mike and Jimena are now engaged. Oh, sweetie angels. Um, it was awkward, but re- like he really, it was sweet. Like he really does care for her so much and care for her kids so much. And he's like happy to like help them have a better life altogether, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it's about to come all crime crashing down, but it's like, mm-hmm. it was sweet. And I think was she was sweet. really touched in the moment too. And like, it felt like you could see a relief come off of her whole family, mm-hmm. you know, which makes sense because she's dated hitman. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's just like, they must have been so worried and they just felt like, wow, it's going to be okay for her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It makes whatever's coming next from the previews seem even sadder. Yeah. The pastor is still in Lima. Still waiting on Mahogany. <laughs> Apparently going to the town where she lives. Yeah, which is very far away. He brings his luggage with him. I hope and he's got Airbnb. Sitting at a hotel or at a restaurant. Just sitting at a restaurant hoping she'll come. She's late. Hoping she comes. Like it's his You know she's gonna show up. I know, but we we have watched like we're on like episode six or something. Like and he's just been sitting and waiting for her this whole time yeah like that man from remember the man who was like in the ukraine yes who, and then he met her at the with lana end. her name was lana. lana yeah he met her at the very end yeah she was a real person but she was just like talking to a lot of men i think she just wanted money yeah which like go off says yeah <laughs> blame you don't we all (laughs) don't we all we all do what we gotta do um Caleb and Alina say goodbye they did they did (laughs) they said goodbye and he doesn't want to be with her because she's a little person yeah which is fair which is fair and it's also a crushing thing for her to hear right but also she's racist racist, so (laughs) I don't know. Also, he, it's like. You lose when you're a racist girl. I don't know like what to tell you. His only options, though, were to be honest about it or to lie about it to spare her feelings. And, right? And he chose to be honest about it. And it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was just like these, this sad, drawn out goodbye. And she's like broken up about it. Of course. Yeah. And then Memphis and Hamza are just heading for more trouble, going to pick up this marriage certificate. Seems like they had a great night of sex. 
And then she just won't stop. And she's like, are you broke? Do you have money? And like, she's just like asking him all this stuff in front of this cab driver. It's rude or whoever's driving them. It's all just like too much. Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you going to do when you come to America? But also like he literally can't work when he comes to America for like a long time. Mm-hmm. So why would you think that like he could work? Cause he can't work. And how much money do you think that he's coming with? Like he lives in Tunisia. I don't know. Like it's a weird thing to think. Yeah. I don't know. And she's so naggy, 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 naggy pants. And he is like, I got to get out of this. Yes. And I hate the way she speaks to him. I know I've said this. I hate it. Me go inside. Like, that's what she says. Right. It's just like this. She talks to him like he's a two-year-old, which is also not how you're supposed to speak to two-year-olds. Right. You're supposed to talk to them like normal people so that they'll talk like normal people. Right. It's just so, like, putting him down, and he feels that. And they should just not be together, but I think they're not going to be together. Good. I hope they're not going to be together for their sakes. All right. Are we done with 90 days? I think we're done. All right. Shout outs. I have a great shout out. Okay, go, go, go. So with all the extra time that we all have in our lives, or just like when you need more things that bring you joy, you should watch Love Off the Grid on Discovery Plus. Literally Discovery Plus, call us and or just like text, email, whatever, and just let us be sponsored by you because I write so hard for Discovery Plus, but Love Off the Grid is like, a little bit it's a nine it's a 90 day feel mm-hmm. except instead of going to like another country they're just like living with people who live off the grid all for different reasons one guy lives in like a mountain shack in the like appalachias where you like barter for shit like i don't know like just like completely different cultures just Wait, right did you here. just call it a shack because she keeps calling it a shack and yeah. she's like it's a cabin she's like no it's a shack. yeah she keeps calling it a shack because it's kind of a shack it's very small it's like the bathroom is like a hole in the corner like in the corner of the bedroom no door like it's a it's a not a and she's like a botoxed lady like she just like, doesn't look like the vibe that wants to be there but she loves this man and the sex must be amazing that's the thing about this show everybody is having amazing sex yes they are there and there's we've got like a polyamorous cult leader yes who's just like trying to start a commune of like multi like a multiracial utopia yeah like, Hugh Jim Jones yeah and he's this like redhead long hair like just this like fabulous long culty energy and then she's like a black woman like a curvy black woman with dreads and like is bi and she's a sub for him and a dom and every other couple and like they're just giving us polyamorous glory and i'm kind of happy for them (laughs) to build this commune in alabama in alabama even though I, I do feel like all of these people have the option to like live off the grid in bigger homes that like you could live off the grid with like, like a nice house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have it's to, an option. You don't have to live off the grid, like in a, in a shack that you built yourself, it but is, all these people do. It is an option. And then there's this woman who's dating like a Jason Marmoa light. Like, I don't know. Like Jason Mo- if Jason Momoa was a character in Times Square. Yes. Yes. This guy. Yes, exactly. And it's just she, and he's younger and she's older. They're just like, I don't know. They're just odd and into each other. And she met him like while she was driving in LA. She catcalled him. And she catcalled him on the street. And then they hooked up later. Like, it's like a wild story. And she's in Arizona, and it's like 113 degrees. Is it Arizona? Yeah. Yucca. The Yucca Desert. And just, it's very, very hot. And she used to dig for everything through cement. Like, I mean, I, I like her place. So it looks breezy. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I disagree. It does look like if there is a breeze that can catch it, but it doesn't look like a very breezy. Wouldn't go with breeze. I like it has an outdoor it's like shower. A, it's like I a love metal an outdoor shower. It's like a metal shack in the middle of the desert, you know. But cool. I could make it work. Yeah. And then there's another one I can't remember, but it's just great. It is great. Get eyes on it. Let us know what you think. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's good. It's a good. It's a good, yeah. good one. Candy texted me and she was like, I need you to get eyes on Love Off the Grid. I was like, oh, I have just finished episode one. <laughs> Thank you, though. Um, My shout out this week is a bit of breaking news that I just saw on the Daily Mail, which is why I had to do that British accent. <laughs> um, Shout out to Kat Dubrow who recently came out as a lesbian. Welcome to the family, Alphabet Gang! Yay! Gang, 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 gang! That's all I got. Heather did say I have several children who remember from the LGBTQ community. Yes, yes, I'm just waiting for Coco. <laughs> we love it. Coco is serving some love. I love a journey for Heather where she only gets queer kids. I I love that. I know. I don't know what Nikki's deal is, though. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, that's it. Anything else? No. All right. Well, you know the deal. I'm going to add something new to this week. Share the podcast with a friend. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. We're starting pod. Rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. And I think those are the only two places where we are. Are there other places where people listen? Anchor. Oh, yeah. Anchor. <laughs> Avi. Anchor by Spotify. Oh, my God. Did you know that? Like, I had to, last week when I uploaded, I had to, like, basically acknowledge these like new podcast rules because of the joe rogan shit oh yeah well that's good i guess i guess what are the rules do we break any every day (laughs) every day we're breaking rules here rule breakers okay well we will see y'all next week Bye. bye we're ending